Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to the Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm the Dude. Why am I the Dude? Yeah, it's easy to remember. That way you just walk into the bar and just go, Hey dude, give me a beer. And then I'll look at you and go, I got 18 beer and wine on tap. What do you, which brand do you want? I Come on. Anyway, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but first off, we're going to start talking about the drink of the day. What is our drink of the day? Today's drink comes from uh, Mia Torres, who happens to be the contributing food and wine editor for VRAI magazine. Today, she brings us a drink that she calls a crayon cooler. Now, this drink sounds relatively simple, but also sounds pretty refreshing if you ask me. So, how do you make this crayon cooler? You get one shot of vodka, one shot of cranberry juice, splash some seltzer water in there, and decorate it with a lime wedge. You know, very simplistic, but it also sounds actually pretty refreshing if you think about it. Maybe you can try to jazz it up a little bit, maybe throw a little orange-flavored vodka or, you know, something like that, but, you know... When you want simple, when you want it easy, that sounds like a great way to go. So, thank you, Mia Torres, for the Crayon Cooler drink. You can uh, follow Mia Torres online. Just go to her Twitter page at Mia Torres Online. She also has other diff- good food and wine tips and other really interesting things to find out about. Oh, other restaurants and other great bars to go to. So, what are we going to talk about today? Let's see. Today is February 17th. Oh, what happened a couple days ago? Oh, yeah, that whole Valentine's Day thing. Oh, well, yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there who's in a relationship to people who aren't in a relationship. Happy Happy Singles Awareness Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see everybody else in relationships, and some of us are extremely happy about that we're not in a relationship, and other people have other people you know sit back and start thinking about the train wrecks that they do call their life don't start feeling sorry for yourself you're doing fine there's over uh, billions of people out there you're bound to find one for yourself i mean come on i mean there's 33 what did christopher titus once say there's three and a half billion women out there. there's three and a half billion people out there and if you're bisexual you have no choice but to find happiness so you know, that brings to mind a couple of my favorite uh, favorite relationship stories when I was working at the bar. I used to see couples come in come in and go out. You know, some relationships would last uh, a couple years. Some relationships would last, oh, you know, a couple hours. But, uh, you know, it just all depends on... Uh, well, you know, let's not talk about stamina. Let's not embarrass anybody. But we... I've seen a lot of people, they, uh, they've been in relationships 
before I started bartending wherever I'm at. And they looked like an extremely happy couple. And, you know, they just, they know the people there. They have people to talk to. They know things that they can do while they're at that bar. Like, guaranteed, the guy and his girl will probably go over and shoot some pool, make some friends over at the pool table, or playing Mega Touch or something. Uh, or whatever that trivia game is that you find at the bar. I'm not sure what that's called anymore. Or even if bars have it. Uh, no, you know, I think they still have it at Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyway. So, I see these relationships go, and uh, I see these people look extremely happy together. But, unfortunately, sorry guys, I'm going to have to uh, take a shot at you. Uh, you know, just, uh, Well, this is probably not the first time, but I'm going to take a shot at you anyway. Yeah, it came to uh, Valentine's Day, and you sit back and think, people are going to go out, and they're going to do something special for their significant other. I've seen it happen way too many times. I mean, way, way too many times where the guy says, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Let's go to the bar that we go to every night, basically. You know, might skip a Wednesday or Thursday or Tuesday when that weird bartender's working there. But let's go to the, uh, the bar that we go to almost every day and shoot pool. Yeah, that's a great date. Oh, come on, guys. You know, you know, it's a comfort zone. Uh, and I've seen a lot of guys do it. They're comfortable. They go into a place where, holy shit, I, I don't know if I've ever said this. They go into a place where everybody knows their name. Copyright cheers. And uh, they hang out with their, all their old friends. And before they know it, or even if they don't know it, their significant other is kind of sitting there debating his afterlife. Uh, it, that's a bad way to think about it. But yeah, she was hoping to do something special, something more intimate. And where do they go to the bar where she watches him shoot pool? All right. All right. Hopefully that was just a one-time mistake for some of those guys that I'm thinking of. No, it's not just one guy. It's a whole bunch of guys. But, you know, it's Valentine's Day. If you do want to go out for a drink, go for a drink. You know, take them to a nice restaurant first. Take them to some place where it's just a different scene. That way you're not distracted by your old friends. You're not distracted by stuff that's you already know is about to happen. You have no choice but to look each other in the eye, smile, and just enjoy your time together. That's what it's all about. Your time together. Oh, wait, this isn't a relationship podcast. This is a bartending podcast. Yeah, that's just what a bartender sees. Now, the bartender... Uh, well, yeah, the, um, most likely the bartender's single behind the bar. And if they're not, they're in an extremely committed relationship. I mean, come on. Any bartenders out there, you know, tell, uh, tell me what happens. Are you single or are you in a... A committed relationship when it comes to these big holidays like Valentine's Day. Do you, you know, try to shove people away? Do you keep, do you encourage your significant other to come into the bar and sit at the bar so they can technically be with you while you're there? I had a couple servers uh, who their boyfriend would basically say, Hey, I come into the bar tonight and we'll party. 
And then the girl would just look at him and go, yeah, you're going to party, but I'm going to be serving food and drinks. You know, the, people, the, the boyfriend's just completely, his mind just completely does a brain fart on what exactly is going on. Because he thinks he's there to hang out in the bar, but forgets that he's not there to hang out with his girlfriend. He's there to drink while she works. And most likely spend all of her tips before she gets off uh, off ship. It's sad, but it does happen. Hell, my favorite part, when the boyfriend comes in to hang out at the bar while his girlfriend is working her shift, my favorite part is when he's watching her like a hawk. And it's not, you know, just being the alpha male type of thing. Well, actually, maybe. Uh, well, you know, there's this one dude. He used to come into the bar uh, to hang out while his girlfriend worked and I pretty much, you know, it didn't take any alcohol really to get him to get into the mode where he sat there and he watched her. And if any guy gave her any weird look, any kind of motion where he's hitting on her, he'd be on that like a pack of wolves on a three legged cat. I mean, he'd say, Hey, don't touch her. Don't, don't talk to her like that. You know, and I'd eventually I'd have to toss toss the guy out. Of course, she was a new bartender, and we considered her a friend at the time. So we didn't 86 him right away, but eventually it did come to the point where we said, all right, when she's working, you're not to be here. When she's off work, then you can come in and be that guy. Then we can kick you out for good. But let's for now, let's just be nice. Play nice, and uh, everything will be just fine. God, those were really rough nights just because you know when i was standing there behind the bar she had to flirt your your girlfriend boyfriend who's the server or bartender has to flirt sometimes in order to make their money that's how they make their money we are entertainers we get paid to entertain so if we have to tell a dirty joke we have to do a little dance we have to do whatever it takes to get that extra dollar or two into our into our tip jar we're gonna do it uh aside from you know well it all depends on what kind of bar you work at because i'm if you show a little bit of skin at certain bars i'm sure you can get a uh extra tip or two but i i think actually some bars actually do look down on that uh that's a shame but you know it's just something you got to think about when you're uh, when you're dating a bartender or server you're actually dating a celebrity that's right bartenders and servers out there you are celebrities if you're not already going to be a famous actor or actress like bruce willis i guess he was a bartender before he became a famous actor uh that's the closest to a celebrity you're going to get at that point in time in your life unless you've got further plans and uh, have other things to do that you're also doing Hell, I don't know. After your shift, you may be going to audition for the next Wes Craven. Well, no, he's dead. Uh, well, next Kevin Smith movie. That'd be awesome. I'd be in the next Jane Silent Bob movie if I could. Just remember that your significant other that is working behind the bar or uh, working on the other side of the bar, dropping drinks off, dropping food off. Yes, they are a celebrity. They are going to be well-known. They are a familiar face. And... Sometimes they got to flirt a little bit to get their money. That's just something that you're going to have to deal with when you're in a relationship with a bartender or server. 
But hey, you know, it's not all bad stuff. It, you know, all these relationship stories, they're not all bad. You know, there's one night I, you know, I was making fun of those guys that take their girlfriend on a special date to the bar that they go to every single night. Uh, okay, sorry guys, I was actually making fun of you about that, but there is those nights where the girl, the girl, or really the significant other, this can go both ways, really doesn't mind. I mean, I once saw this girl. She's really a pretty girl, and she had been in a relationship with her boyfriend. No, they were husband and wife by this time, and. Uh, They had been together since high school, I guess. I found that out way later. But they, he was off shooting pool and she was sitting at the bar by herself. I mean, none of her girlfriends were around. I don't, I think they showed up later in the night and he was off shooting pool with some of the other guys. And I walked over to her and said, Hey, how you doing? She goes, Oh, I'm doing just fine. And I asked, I didn't see where he was. And I said, where's whatever his name was. And she goes, oh, he's over there shooting pool. And she says, I know it's kind of sad. It's Valentine's day. And I said, Hey, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. And she goes, no, 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 no. It's okay. She may have been thinking about it. I have no idea what women think or what, you know, what she was actually trying to tell me. And she said, but at least he's trying. And I said, really, he is. And she goes, look, he's wearing a clean shirt. And he wasn't wearing his usual uh, wrestling T-shirt or not. uh, I mean, WWF uh, or WWE, whatever it was called, WCW at that time. And he was actually wearing a shirt with buttons on it. And the look on her face about that was amazing. Is like she she saw that he was wearing a clean shirt, which to her meant he was trying. And I was just, you know, later on, I was just like, yeah, man, you go get it. And you because know, even the little things, it just amazed me how the significant other would sit there and say, but they're trying. And, you know, that might've been that one day might've, Maybe a little bit later, uh, just putting on a clean shirt didn't really help that much. I haven't heard anything about that couple in years. But, you know, she appreciated that, yeah, they went to the same little bar that they went to every single night just so she could watch him play pool like they did every single night. But he changed his shirt. Maybe they went to a nice dinner before that because all they did was just come in and she had... Her, uh, well, it was a vodka crayon and he had a Coors Light, very popular beer for the guys in that town. And she was happy. She, that's all that mattered to her. And maybe it's all, all that she saw was that he was happy. You know, I don't know the whole story, what was behind it, but you could really tell that she was happy that he at least tried and, she was content with that happens on anniversaries and everything like that too. I'd worked in many bar situations where they come in and say, Hey, it's our fifth anniversary. And it's, Hey, congratulations. First rounds on me. Then they say, what about the other rounds? And I said, don't press your luck, but you know, it's just all about 
how to how you stay happy and in the bar situation being happy and being in a good relationship can change on a dime i've seen so many relationships they come in ready to kill each other and they just decided let's just go to the bar and we'll talk about this later and by the end of the night i don't know if uh professor jack daniels or jim beam had sat down and had a psychological examination with them but all of a sudden by the end of the night they're in love with each other again however uh same thing they come in they're happy they're holding hands skipping they maybe even sing a karaoke song together and then jose cuervo comes in and it's put up your dukes all right this relationship's over and give me a shot of jägermeister because i'm really gonna go to town on this person and yeah boy those were i was about to say those were bad nights but actually they were pretty hilarious it's just one thing about me. I kind of sadist in that sort of fashion because sometimes I just like to watch people uh, get mad at each other. Sometimes, you know, I'm one of those guys that sits on YouTube and watches people fail all the time and laughs their ass off. But when you want to talk about failures, you know, I kind of wish I was a bartender back in the whole social media and, well, let's face it, Tinder age. Uh, when people are trying to get out there and meet people. And so they agree to meet in areas that they're familiar with. Tinder, especially. I mean, that would have been hilarious. I talk to these other bartenders and I sit back and I say, so, you know, I, I wander around to various bars and I'm trying to get more ideas and stuff going for this podcast and I start talk, talking about to, um, talking about favorite bartending stories to other bartenders. And some of the bartenders have these amazing stories about people that go on Tinder dates and bring them to the local bar. And they're hilarious. I mean, it's starts off sometimes with one person they've never seen before sitting, waiting at the bar, checking their phone, waiting at the bar, checking their phone. And then all of a sudden, somebody who they've known for a long time comes in and finally meets up with them. Okay, that's how it usually starts. But it, it goes every direction. It's One bartender told me that the, those two people sat there, they talked to each other for about two hours, then they went their separate ways. And later they asked about it, and they said, oh, we met on Tinder, and you know, I think I'll see them again. And then there are other times where, you know, they come to the bar, talk for a little while, get a couple drinks inside them. They disappear. Two hours later, one of them comes back and says, wow, they were fun or something variation on that. And, you know, but my favorite is the ones where the, you know, they, the girl, this is the way that the story was told to me. The girl came into the bar she sat there, she looked at her phone, she sat there, had a drink, looked at her phone, and then all of a sudden the guy came in and said, you ready? And the bartender said they had never seen that girl before in their life. And But the guy, he was a regular. And she said, yeah, I'm ready. And then she just 
leaves the money for the bartender and uh, they jump in the car and they disappear. Next day, the guy comes in and says, uh, was that a friend of yours? And they go, no, just somebody I met on Twitter. Uh, I guess they're from the next town over. And, uh, you know, she was all right, but, you know, I don't think I'll see her again. Wow. One night stands, you know, it's like speed one night stands. Maybe that's something that they do at swingers clubs or something like that. But, you know, there's that speed dating thing where you sit and talk to somebody for a couple minutes or a couple seconds or however it goes. Honestly, truthfully, hand to God, I've never done that myself. And, but then there's also speed screwing, speed fucking, whatever you want to call Tinder. Where you just, you know, like, 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 okay, and then all of a sudden, it's a one-night stand in the making. Wow. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm getting uh, getting old or something like that, but, I, boy, that's never happened, to me at least, but, yeah, you know, not that I'm all trying that hard out there. But it's all about dating from social media and meeting people. It's really interesting, and you'd think it would take away from the bar scene, but it really doesn't, because always when you have that face-to-face, you need somewhere where, you know, common ground or, you know, someplace where you both can go, feel relatively safe, because you don't, most of the time, don't want to invite them over to your house first thing right away. Okay, sometimes, sure, yeah, it happens, but... When you first meet somebody, you say, you know what? I know this place on the corner of that and that, and let's just meet there. We'll sit, we'll talk, and, uh, you know, see how it goes from there. I'm sure a lot of Craigslist dates uh, did that. Well, uh, well, a lot of Craigslist dates do that now, but until they took away all uh, the thing about the adult. Anyway, let's not talk about that. There's where a lot of alcohol ideas probably went south and say, oh, I'm drunk. I'm horny. Uh, let's see who's on Craigslist tonight. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, that's just the typical lonely guys type of story. Uh, women, you know, I'm not being sexist or anything like that. This is honestly true. When I've seen a woman and she has basically made the decision, I need to find Mr. Right, or at least Mr. Right now. They dress a certain way, they act a certain way, and basically, you know, when, when it comes down to it, they sit there at the bar and raise their hand and say, hello, I'm drunk, who would like to take me home? Then all the guys line up, and, you know, good for them. Guys can't do that. Uh, we sit there and go, I'm drunk. Who wants to take me home? And nobody raises their hand and the bartender, if they're lucky, might hand them the business card of a taxi service. That's probably as far as it'll go. But there's also those first dates. Yep, that's right. The first date, they go into the bar. They may have known each other at work for however long. They might have just met, I don't know, that evening. And something clicks in them. And they, all of a sudden you see them, all they're doing is just standing in the corner, talking to each other, smiling, laughing. And, you know, they're not ignoring the rest of the world. Just the world isn't there to them. It's just them. And that is an amazing thing to look at. Because 
you know, every once in a while, the bartender comes out from behind the bar, starts picking up empties and emptying ashtrays. Well, not anymore, but uh, back then, uh, empty ashtrays and walk over to that couple and say, hey, can I get you guys anything? And the reaction is usually the same where they, oh, um, yeah, another round. And it's just like, oh, I brought him back to reality. I'm sorry about that. I mean, if you were hearing like birds and nice music while you were looking into that person's eyes, I'm sorry I took you away from that. But uh, it's kind of my job. You're taking up real estate and I got to keep business moving until you guys decide what you want to do. But it's a sometimes actually very beautiful thing when you see two people meet each other and ultimately decide you know what i want to spend time with this person and there's you know that's where the relationship starts i've seen it go even quicker where the pretty girl just walks into the bar and the guy looks up and says oh my god i gotta go talk to her right now and he jumps up from his friends right in the middle of their conversation about work or the uh, whatever football game was going on that day runs over and says, hi, how you doing? My name is, and, uh, she, if she doesn't immediately turn to him and go not interested, uh, he carries on a conversation with her and that works out. And he didn't use a pickup line. He didn't, he just walked up and introduced himself. It's pretty rare actually, when you see that sort of thing in a bar, when two people or two people that absolutely don't know each other. And then one of them walks right up and says, hi. And, you know, sometimes even guys can be a little bit, I don't know what, what do you want to call it? Put off by that because, you know, it can be kind of scary every once in a while. This person just all of a sudden right there in your face saying, hi, what are you doing? What's your name? And, you know, it can be intimidating. And, well, you know, for those slight introvert type of people, and I say slight introvert because if you're a truly introverted people, you wouldn't be in the bar anyway. Uh, at least not without a crowd of people that you already know. But he ultimately decided that I've got to know, get to know this girl. And they actually had a pretty good relationship for quite some time but uh, uh yeah i actually don't know what happened to them either it's been too long and i haven't uh, really talked to my old bartending friends from back in those days for quite a while but i'm sure you know i, I like to think that they're probably still happy and carrying on somewhere and it was all because they got brought into this social area it's not about texting it's not about tweeting it's not about you know updating your facebook status or something like that it's just all of a sudden there she is run over and talk to her and you know i mean social networking people say it's uh probably ruined uh that's you know like the bar scene and that sort of thing no the bar scene is pretty much still the way it is when it comes to relationships because believe it or not, every single one of you people, when you're online, when you're tweeting something, when you're putting on Facebook, you're a different character. You're completely different because not many people 
that I meet in my life, I mean, sure, it might be different. I might be living in some kind of sheltered world, but not many people in my life would sit in a bar and wait for somebody to say something about whatever current event is happening and completely go to town on them. Or if somebody had something unfortunate happen to them and people just all of a sudden start getting in their face and saying, well, it's because you're an idiot or uh, you're stupid anyway. And it's a completely different character uh, on social media because social media, you don't have a face in a bar. You're not just a word. You're not just an at sign or a picture or something like that. You are representing yourself or the drunk version of yourself. What is the drunk version of yourself? Yeah, it could be anything. I mean, uh, you know, uh, just this week I posted on Facebook on the Facebook page for Hey Bartender Podcast at Hey Bartender Podcast on Facebook. Check it out. I just decided to say what drink gets you quote unquote in trouble every single time. And I got a lot of great comments on that. I mean, it's just hilarious. Uh, from, uh, one of my, uh, one of my followers, Justin, he said, any liquor gets him in trouble every single time. Now I believe it. Cause I actually know that guy. And, uh, you know, I've seen him have a, uh, uh, have a drink or two, but never in full party mode. So that's probably, uh, probably just something to look forward to. Uh, this other guy, Chris mugshots, whatever, uh, well, he explains what they are. Here's a bonus drink for you guys, uh, today. Uh, it's called a mugshot as Zambuca with root beer, usually mug root beer. Now, uh, he said that drink gets him in trouble every single time. How does it get him in trouble? I don't know, but maybe they go down nice and smooth and he just can't stop himself. Uh, Danielle, uh, famous quote right here. Thank you, Danielle, for this. Uh, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much everybody says something about uh, tequila on this thing. Uh, in fact, Mia Torres, the lovely woman who uh, gave us our drink at the beginning of the podcast, tequila, um, her clothes come off, laugh out loud. Okay, the laugh out loud, she probably doesn't mean that. So if anybody out there who knows Mia Torres, don't start feeding her tequila shots and tell her, hey, bartender podcast is looking out for her. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Stephanie, thank you. Somebody mentioned the Long Island iced tea. Gets her in trouble every time. You know, of course it's going to get you in trouble every time. It's four different liquors and two mixers in a pint glass. Yeah, Robin Williams once said, Long Island iced teas, the, that's the kind of drink a man would order for a woman when he respects her for his uh, for her mind. <gasps> Liar! No, we don't respect you for your mind. We want your mind to take a hike so we can go, <gasps> ah, you find me repulsive. <laughs> but no, I digress. A lot of people out there pretty much say uh, every liquor gets them in trouble. Doesn't matter. Uh, Lindsay, uh, thank you very much for adding Jägermeister. Yes, Jägermeister. I've seen that happen many times. Or Jägermeister. Metallica talks about how when they were on Jägermeister, where they drank Jägermeister, it had some kind of 
ingredient in them that made them want to fight every single time. But of course, when you're the number one heavy metal band ever, and you have to have that much aggression on stage, and you got to bring it every single night, you got to have a uh, have a little bit of liquid courage. Of course, there are they all claim that they're on the wagon now, so uh, doesn't matter. Kara, Kara, thank you very much for adding. Rumple is the devil. Okay, Rumple Mints, that's your everybody's favorite peppermint flavored liqueur. Okay, it, uh, to the, I'm looking for sponsors, so I'm not saying anything bad about any of the liquor companies out there. Rumplements, if you're listening, um, I'd love to sponsor Rumplements, but Kara, thank you for adding that. Uh, wow, a lot of people said tequila. That's just funny. Uh, I've seen so many, uh, so many stories how people say tequila automatically makes me want to fight. It's well, it's like what? Do you just uh, crack the bottle and all of a sudden, all right? Who wants to fight me? Yeah, they no, just give me a tequila sunrise. Give me uh, sh- shots of tequila. Guaranteed, before the end of the night, my na- nose is going to end up bloody and my eyes are... <coughs> wow. Oh, I'm going to leave that sneeze in. I don't care. Uh, my nose is going to be bloodier. Uh, uh, my eyes are going to be black. Doesn't matter. Uh... Uh, here's a different one from uh, David. He says brandy. Uh, what does he mean by that? Hmm. Well, are we talking Cavassier? Are we talking uh, uh, Hennessy? Anything like that? Um, Crown Royal Apple. Thank you, Don uh, Donita. Uh, Crown Royal Apple. Yes, I've actually had that myself. And yes, it does go down smooth. And it is a good whiskey with a nice apple flavor right at the end and i can see how that uh could get you in trouble because they go down really smooth but you know there was a talk show personality years ago his name is tom likas he had this thing where he talked about uh liquors out there that were part of his uh likas 101 arsenal and basically they were all liqueurs and he would refer to things like Bailey's or tequila rose or uh, any of the, the fruity liqueurs out there as liquid panty remover. Okay. It doesn't really matter because uh, anything can make people do whatever uh, they wouldn't, uh, whatever they would normally wouldn't do. I apologize to my listener. Um, I can't find your post, but she said that double uh, Jack Daniels every time. Uh, I don't see it on my Facebook page right now, but I know you were there. Sorry, I can't. Uh, not able to say your name on live on the podcast, but she's into Jack Daniels now. She's probably the type of woman that you don't want to screw with, you know, because uh, she's able to do double whiskeys now jack daniels remember guys this is a true whiskey it's the only true whiskey out there everything else is a blend that makes it a bourbon but the one true whiskey out there jack daniels and she's able to do doubles of that and get in trouble good for her but anyway thank you everybody who uh decided to talk about your uh uh, favorite drink to get yourself in trouble and uh, you know, 
check out Hey uh, Bartender Podcast Facebook page. Hey, I'm on Twitter too right now uh, at Hey Bartender Podcast. And, you know, t- uh, get on there. Tell me about your drinks. Tell me about your favorite bar stories, uh, favorite bar jokes. And odds are I'm going to talk about it while I'm on the air. Because, hey, why not? So, now, let's get off this whole talking about relationships thing. Let's talk about today's musical guest. Today, we're going to bring on the Starshine Black Band. You can check them out on their Facebook page at Starshine Black Band. Today's song we're going to be playing is called Black Hole in the Sky, which is available on all of your local media outlets, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, or eh, well, probably uh, just search them out on your favorite music websites. You'll probably find them there. But tonight we're going to be playing their song called Black Hole in the Sky. This is Starshine Black. <laughs>
Once again, that was Black Hole in the Sky from Starshine Black. You can catch their music anywhere on any of the media outlets. You can uh, go to their Facebook page at Starshine Black Band. You can also catch them, download their album on iTunes. They're on Spotify. Just check them out. They got a lot of great stuff out there. Okay, it is last call. Time to show some bartenders out there some love. Uh, just recently on the Facebook page for Hey Bartender Podcast, I put on there, who's your favorite bartender and where do they work? Let's give them a chance to be shown and talked about on a podcast. Wow, this got tons of hits. And you know what? I love you guys for it because you guys just gave me the hookup on a bunch of great bartenders to potentially get out, meet, and, oh, you know, I, you know, one of these days... I'm hoping to have guests on this podcast, but right now, since I don't have any sponsors and very little money, uh, can't really do all that much, but thanks for the participation on the Facebook page. So let's get started here. Lesky Colton, uh, G Vance, uh, says, uh, it's his favorite bartender out of Fort Worth, Texas. He has his own signature drink mixes that are bomb AF. He, he's only known him to provide private parties, but he's definitely well-known around the city. So, Lesky, Lesky, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. There's people out there that love you. Maya Sullivan at Iron Thunder Saloon. Patrick Grover uh, showing you some love. Uh, Iron Thunder Saloon in Hickory, North Carolina. She is the best. She is beautiful. She has a great personality, and she can make one hell of a peanut butter and jelly shot, among other shots. She definitely brightens up the place with her humor. Mia, Patrick Grover out there uh, is sending you out some love. Hey, Mia, by the way, I want to know how to make a peanut butter and jelly shot. Why don't you send me that recipe to heybartonandpodcast at gmail.com. I got to know how to make that Let's uh, and let other people know how to make that. Crystal Wilcox, Lindsay Arnett showing you some love. Liz Kirkland uh, at Bosco's in Amarillo, Texas. Uh, David Lucas says you are a badass. Lance Hall, best hand, best bartender hands down in Oklahoma from Rock and Brews to Club 115 all the way to Kong's best bartender he's ever met. Uh, they've, they've ever met and his bottle game is so strong. Uh, Brianna, uh, Lance Hall, Brianna, Allen Perl, uh, Perlman, she's showing you some love out there. So, uh, you know, get out there and, uh, meet these people. That's only a few of the people that I've mentioned on the podcast, um, on mentioned from the Facebook page, get on the Facebook page, mention a few more. I plan on mentioning a couple more of these people on my podcast as time goes along. This was an awesome post. And there were 48 likes and loves. Not sure what that means when I'm asking a question of uh, who's your favorite bartender and where, they, uh, why and where do they work. But at least I'm getting some love on the page. At least I'm getting people uh, uh, hearing about the podcast. We've got to get this word out there. So anyway, we're coming up to the end of the show. I'd uh, like to thank Mia Torres for giving us our drink for the day. Um, if you want to know more about Mia Torres, look her up at Mia Torres online on Twitter. I also like to thank Starshine Black for giving, giving us our song Black Hole in the Sky. Like I said, they're available on iTunes and Spotify or whatever music media outlets that you use. But until then, until next time, 
I'd like to tell you people lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anybody. Remember to tip your bartenders. Good night, everybody. Good. I had the blow again. I said, hey,